Hi Talkers. It's Thursday. One more day to the weekend. Lori and Julia show and special guest. It's Brittany Witch. Who even wants the weekend when you when you're hanging with us every day is the weekend? Somebody says who's depressed, a.k.a. me, needs to come in here. You're not depressed. Not really, but I do love coming here. Uh, during quarantine, this was the highlight of my everything. Oh. Well, th- there wasn't a lot to have highlights about, so yeah. But no. I liked coming to work, too. Me, me too. too. Yeah. That's what got me through it. I was We were lucky enough to be able to do things and come to yeah. work and talk to people. No kidding. But it is funny because you guys are always like, this countdown of the weekend. And I'm like, but I like coming in. Why don't we come on Saturday? No, no. we're not doing that. All right, everybody. Happy Thursday. Yeah. Okay, so I. What? I did something. Tell me now. No. What? I'm panicking. I'm having a small panic attack. I did something that um, was so compulsive. So not me. Okay. So. Not even in my wheelhouse, me. So not even close to being me. Major purchase. What? Um, just a nutty thing. But um, and I'm and I'm really I'm I'm worried about it because I can't believe I did this. But I am. I am going. What? I got some texts from a girlfriend. She's, um, you know, I know her. She lives here. I know her very well. And um, her and her friend, who I've met because I spent one weekend with them in Arizona. Oh, my God. You're burying the lead. I know. I can't say it yet. But so they're like pressuring me. And I get this text um, today. I think two days ago. What are you doing January 26th through the 29th, 2022? And I said, well, maybe there's a board show. So I'm looking and I didn't respond or anything. And I'm like, I don't you know. Whatever. Yeah. And then I, this morning, I'm. They're like, we. You have to decide right now. We have to get the tickets right now. And I'm like, oh my gosh. So guess what I'm doing? I'm going to Hootie Fest. Why? Twenty twenty two. Say, say it again. Hootie Fest twenty twenty two in Cancun. Me. This is so not anything. In I would Cancun. Ever, yes. Dude, this is going to be so fun. Do you, no, I'm panicked. And then I'm having buyer's remarks and they're like, you have five minutes left to decide. And I'm like, I can't decide on something like that. That's too far out. I don't do this kind of stuff. That's a long way out. I, I can't decide. I can I, tell you right now, I, I can't work for you. I, <laughs> really? Because <laughs> I'm going to Hootie Fest oh, too now. Oh my gosh. So I'm just dying. This is okay. okay oh no, no I'm no, dying. I, you're doing wrong. I don't understand. How there can be a hootie fest because, like, honestly, I know like three or four songs, and they're all runner, 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 runner. No, the wagon wheel, and there's some other. What ones. else? What but, else? You big a hootie well, fan? Well, you? No, I'm not. I'm so I saw Hootie at the fair. We loved Hootie in the '90s. Yeah. Um, we. I don't know who these well, wee people. Yeah. We, I did. I get they, it. I have their tape and their CD. Dude, the old tape. The old. Tape. I mean, so I, they're like, well, we, we hear so much it is, and I'm like, oh. I, but okay. do you know what's going to be fun about it? It's, it's like a, so many fun people are going to go down to Cancun and you're going to be among like the chillest, the, most fun the, people. The 27 the to 42 year olds that are going. 27s don't know who Hootie That's is. That's true. Actually, actually, I'm just thinking, oh my gosh, so it is 195 days away. It is so not me. You're going to have fun because it's... I'm I 35. Yeah, okay. I'm 35. Would you go to this? Yeah. Be- Absolutely. Would you guys? Oh. I think it but is like, the I'm most not even crazy a huge, thing. Okay, like, obviously, there are great Hootie songs, and we all know them. Am I, like, a huge Hootie fan? No, 
know. But right now, post-quarantine, all these fun people getting together in Cancun, heck yeah, I'd go. I, I had buyer's remarks, so then I send them. So that was this morning. I mean, and I had like two minutes to decide. You have to decide now. Yeah. The tickets, blah, blah, blah. We're in a lottery. Ugh. This side, this side. And so I'm panic, panic, panic. And then all of a sudden, and so then I get to work and I'm telling Hannah and Jess, and I'm like, you can't tell these guys, but I am going to Hootie Fest 2020. <laughs> That is awesome. <laughs> no, it is so not me, though. You know me. Yeah. I, this is not me. And so I sent them at 150 today. I'm sort of having a panic attack. Buyer's remorse, help. And one of them says, I don't know how to help you except to say that it's going to be epic. It's going to be epic. When would you ever do something like this? Life's too short. Life's too bleeping short. And I said, okay, I'm oh. just trying to breathe. Two years <laughs> it's ago. not my thing. And they're like, deep breaths. A concert on a beach isn't your thing. Four days, I said. And she said, white sand beaches and clear blue water isn't your thing? Two years ago. Okay. Two years ago, I started helping out with the Lori and Julia show. Was it two years already? I wow. think it was two years ago. <laughs> and a- you said, tell me what your thing is. What do you do? What the, you know, you're trying to give me, you know, rundown. Right. And uh, she goes, I- I'm going to give you advice for radio. And what, I said, oh. Did I give you advice? Are you and serious? you said, always say yes. Always do things. It makes you better at radio. And it's not like you, you were pointing out <sighs> something. True. But you said that, and you even told me, you go, I even went to Fleet Farm today. I had diarrhea, and I went to Fleet Farm. I <laughs> felt sick when I was walking through. But I felt like I had to do things, so I was a more interesting person for radio. And that stuck with me. So I'm like, and I told Amy that the other day, that you gave me that advice, and I was like, so I do things. Right. Because what are, oh and so you're going to go there, and you're going to do things, and you're going to come back, and you're going to tell us about it. I know. I'm just having And that. it's going to be wild. I just, it's so not me. I know that feeling though. You commit to something, you worry, but then when you get there and you're in the moment, you're like, what was I worried about? You're going to have a blast. Right. Well, here's here's who it is. Okay. So, and I'm curious if anybody else has done like something just so compulsively random lately. This is just so not me. Yeah. Call us at 651-641-1071. So this is what it is. It's at the Moon Palace Cancun, so it's all-inclusive, which I vowed never to go back to after both of my kids' spring break trips in high school, and we did all that. But here's who's going to be there. The Bare Naked Ladies. I love them. Blues, I actually would go for that. Blues Traveler. We need a fourth. No, I think we do, but... Oh, um, I can't imagine. I already am going on so many trips. My uh, all right. But this is far enough away that I think I would tell them in, like, six months. Right. We, we got a caller who oh. wants to talk about Hootie Fest. Oh, is How's someone it else? Going? Someone's on the phone. Jason? Jason? I'm going to Hootie Fest too. Jason is too. Jason, you and Jason are going to be at Hootie Fest. You are not, Jason. Of course, I'm not going. Are you crazy? My voice hit an octave I've never heard before. Do you see? I'm embarrassed to even say it. I am going to. What are you doing? I'm embarrassed. What the hell are you doing? I turn on the radio. I turn on the radio, and let me tell you what a Twilight Zone ass segment this is. I turn on the radio. I, I come out. I come out from the gym. I flip on Lori and Julia, and I hear two things completely out of the ordinary. First, I hear that Julia is going to Hootie Fest, and then moments later, I hear Julia is giving radio advice. What is going on? Touche. You're so right. You're so right. You look so cute on TV. I wish you would have worn your Tom Hanks outfit, though, yesterday when you were at the ballpark. Um, well, I did, but remember I said on the show, yeah. I never order clothes online. I agree never. with you. 
And if you do, always get it a size larger. So I ordered what I thought was going to be like an appropriate size for me. And it comes in and it's literally, I feel like it's from like a paper doll book. I'm like, okay, this is not, yeah, no, no. Jason, no. I was so excited for a second there because I thought, I feel like such a loser. And then, Jason, you're I was doing it too? Shocked. I <laughs> fell for it. When he told me, I was like, oh my God, you're going. We got to get you on. So I fell for Great, it. Great. You need to be a better buffer because we can't have this again. How are you, honey? Oh. I do feel oh, like a God. loser. I I just I I stared at the radio. Now I feel now I know what like listeners feel like when when they when they're confused by something we said. I'm like, did Julia just say? And then I heard Brittany repeat it back. I'm like, she's going to Hootie Fest. I know. Okay, I know. But there won't be as young people as you think because I'm 35 and I barely make the cutoff. So like, okay. you could have a chance of making out with like a 30 to 40 year old. I don't want to make out with a 30 or 40 year old. Uh, that's a lie. That's why I'm going. Why else would you? you go for the cheap drinks and for some hootie booty. Oh, hootie booty. No, I, I have to fan myself right now. That is not why I'm going. My girlfriend's, it was so much peer pressure. And it, I had to make a decision like that. And I'm like, oh, f- f- fine. Lori doesn't invite me to the jazz fest or anything, you know, this which would be cool. <laughs> this is my jazz fest. Girl, when you come back, when you come back, it is going to be how Julia got her groove back. Oh, no. Oh, I'm just dying. Oh, Jason, I oh. miss you, honey. I haven't seen you in so long. I miss you too. We should we should vacation together. Wouldn't and then wouldn't that be a fun post show? You and I uh, on a vacation together. Well, that's what that's what I was really kind of excited. Oh gosh, we have to go though, Dan. <laughs> honey, well, good. Well, to, I'll, I'll let you guys go, but have fun at the Hootie Booty. The tickets are still available. <laughs> Shocking. Hell no, bye. <laughs> Shocking. Okay, can we acknowledge Wait. that Hootie Booty is everything and that's all we're going to call right. it now? Oh my god. The Hootie gosh. Booty right. 2022. We have Mary. Mary, can you hold on? Because we are way yes. over right now and we're going to come back. And if you've done something compulsive and crazy, we want to know about it. 651 641 1071. All right, thanks for hanging out with us. Apparently, I'm going to Hootie Booty and um, 2022. Um, I have to acknowledge that. So I was with Lori last week, and Jason called then as well Uh to tell her, like, kudos, thanks again. We're at the um, Hawaii. um, Halikani. Yep. And it was just like. You know, they both were talking on a level that I could barely the relate Royal Hawaiian, to. Go I just want to tell cake. you the vibe was a lot different <laughs> when he called to shame you. And I can relate to that so hard. It was so funny. And then that's where we coined the term now from now on. Hootie booty. Oh, dear. 2022. Help me. Help me. Mary, I Jason, know she's been waiting for a while. Mary, hey, thanks for calling in. How are you today? Hi, Mary. Hello. How are you? I something a little crazier. I'm doing good. How please, are you? Please, please tell me because I'm having so okay. much emba- secondhand embarrassment or firsthand because I did it. <laughs> tell me. <laughs> so going to Mexico for four days to Hootie Booty is not that wild. What's wild is right before before you turn 50, give away 80% of your household goods, oh. pack up the other 20%, and move all the way across country as a single woman with no friends and no relatives where you move to. 
do you, are you living in a camper? Or you... No, I live in a nice townhouse in uh, south of Charleston, South Carolina. Oh, it's yeah, so beautiful. Oh, Mary, I know this, are Mary. You, are you loving it? Oh, I love it. I've been down here three years now. Oh, wow. You really up yeah. and did it. Yeah, so she's yeah. laughing but at your hootie crazy. booty is nothing. That's yeah. nothing. I didn't sell everything and move to another state. You're Thank ne- you. Mary, you're next to a beach, right? You call quite often to the show, don't you? I because I listen to you guys. Thank you. We love that. Yeah, Thanks, I remember Mary. talking to you quite a bit. Well, that's awesome. Thanks, Mary. Mary, I yeah. am. That is day. impressive. That Enjoy really is. Hootie booty. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, it's funny too. There's tickets still available, Mary. Yeah. Okay, I'll just fly all the way across the other end of the country. Right. And go with you. Oh my gosh. Can't. Go. Oh, I can't even believe it. It's so funny. Thanks for your call, Mary. I mean, have you guys? done anything crazy i mean have you yes you you have them that is the weirdest thing that i've heard of what you decided to do this summer is be a pup a doggy mama i was a doula i raised seven (laughs) grandkids and they're on the secondhand hound website today so So they just went up for adoption today today i have got these seven dogs that were born in a kiddie pool in my basement Mm -hmm. while i was like there involved Holding these wet newborns, um, so I've got it's t- Taylor Swift. I have to for legal reasons say uh-huh. it's not the singer songwriter. It's okay, my thank foster you. dog. Thank you. And I've Did got you get these, in trouble somewhere. Uh, oh, yeah. So <laughs> seven, yeah, that was me going. Yeah, I should do this thing. And, you know, I was just comparing it to last summer. Last summer was bleak, and well, I was like, right. I need structure. I need purpose. I need whatever. And then I was like, I'm gonna whelp. I'm going to take, I'm going to do it. All these other women are doing it and they're epic. They're awesome. I was like, I can do it. I'll never do it again. It was so hard. Well, that is because you can't do anything. What? You can't leave your home. No, I I thought you would let me in. No, no, no. (laughs) I remember you telling me that you were like sleeping downstairs with them for the first couple, for the first week, right? Yeah. Oh my gosh. And it's wild. I mean, they're beautiful and i'm really ha- like but uh, they give you a gift right when you have they're on their seven week um they're seven weeks old now the gift that these rescue puppies give you is on their seventh week they are insane that you, by the time they get adopted you're like get out of my house <laughs> so they are pooping like crazy they are barking like crazy oh. they're like little piranhas with their sharp little puppy teeth oh they're so t- sharp in their little nails oh they're I, sharp they're okay so when so people can start coming to look at them now and then when do you hope to have the, them done i'm there saturday gonna, uh, <laughs> a week from a week from monday i okay. I, I, I'm, I say goodbye to them so, okay yeah one way or another one way or another. It sounds like I'm going to No, you down. aren't. Don't put them in a lake. I'm, and I'm so kidding. <laughs> that's a goldfish. That's a I'm reference just, to the goldfish. I was yes. just, it was my goldfish reference. Because yeah. Brittany brought in that story today. And I'm like, well, we talked about that yesterday. Yeah. All right. So secondhand hounds are up on the, the website. Secondhand hounds. Because they're really cute. They're really cute. And they're all named after Taylor Swift songs in there. But I, I've never, that was my We big, named <clears throat> those dogs on the show one we day. We did. We did. Uh-huh. We did. We, and so like Trouble Style, Willow, I mean, they're all on there. And Inez. But I'll tell you what, that was one of the, like, I'm going to do this, whatever. Didn't really even think it through. Right. And and how's your husband feeling about this? Oh, my God. Oh, my gosh. I can't. <laughs> this is because you can't do anything. I can't do anything. Because you have seven children. And plus Taylor Swift, but she's unproblematic. Um, yeah. I think that, and Do the dogs course, bond to each other? Are they doing a good job? I you don't know. know. When I'm in there, it's like, like I'm knee deep in poop. I can't. Everyone's oh, asking me, like, she? which one's the alpha? I don't know. 
I'm constantly just trying to keep up with poop. Oh, yeah. What do you want from me, Julia? I don't know, but do they sleep through the night? <laughs> yeah, they're fine. They're like, because they're, they're in the basement, so Taylor Swift takes the night shift. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it sounds so funny. I know. Um, I have to say, otherwise, impulse-wise, I, I was always big on... Going to see boys, like, out of town. Mm. Oh, you would. Yeah. You'd just buy a plane ticket or something. Yeah. 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 But now I'm married, so I'm not supposed to do that. No, you no. aren't. <laughs> That's, I'm glad that you acknowledge that. <laughs> That's a you. good thing to know about the boundaries there already. Yes. How about you, Grant? Any big impulsive thing? Uh, back when I was in college, we were seniors, and my buddy and I were like, do you want to go to the Super Bowl? And we did. We found some tickets, and we were living in San Diego. The Super Bowl was in Miami. So we, you flew, we flew, but we, 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 we flew, but it was a lot. I mean, it was a last minute type situation. We got there, we flew into like Fort Myers. Then we had to drive to Fort Myers down to Miami and stay in a rankety hotel. But it was the Prince, it was the Prince performance one. So yeah, yeah, that was the, so that we just randomly decided to do it. And it was one of the most best. And then I, I also drove down to, um, uh, Rocky Point in Mexico oh, yeah, down there from San Diego one week and we just decided let's go and we just drove down there and I mean it's not like big money but no. at the time we were like well, let's right. see what happens so right yeah. and look it all turned out for the best so. I know they're always fun so oh my gosh all right well anywho anywho I booty, have a hundred I have a hundred and how many days did I say 140 let's see 195 days to, to, have, to get so. the booty ready for hootie <laughs> That's, I mean, I am, this is just. Does that so, involve squats? This, this is just so not me. You know what? But you're going to love it. I know. And I'm just going to, you know. Can I give you money I, to get me a shirt? I was going to say. <laughs> Thanks. I, I want need, a souvenir. Oh, guys, <laughs> we might have to make them because guys, honestly, nothing's going to beat Hootie Booty 2022. Ooh, we should make all those girls, make them all a t-shirt and you guys all have to wear it. Hootie Booty 2022. I know somebody who can embroider. Mm-hmm. <laughs> there you go. Thanks. You're welcome. Honey, thanks for thinking of it. All right, so Grant, what's happening? We're um, Rick Nelson is going to be joining us on the other side of the traffic and weather break. We'll be right back. This is My Talk 107.1. Happy Thursday. We are, this is a bittersweet call. We have Rick Nelson with us. He has been on our show for many, many years, and he's the restaurant critic that is stepping down from his role at the Star Tribune. And Rick, we wanted to send you off and thank you and just talk to you. <laughs> And you didn't even come in studio. <laughs> I'm sorry. I've had interviews all day. I, I just finished one like three minutes ago, so I apologize. Thank you for doing that. Okay, so we were so stunned um, when this article came out. When did this come out? Um, couple July 1st, um, that you were going to step down as your role as the restaurant critic, and you're taking another job. You're doing another job within the Star Tribune, so you're staying in the family. But tell Correct. us tell us about this decision because I think it's an interesting one and I, and we we're kind of talking around here about critics whose job is to eat out every night or go hear music every night or go watch movies all the time when you didn't have to do that you got a feel of a different probably lifestyle during the pandemic. Well, I did and that's a that's a part of uh what went into my decision. I I realized that you know uh, I I dine out in a non-pandemic world a lot. And I spend a lot of time sitting in restaurants, which, of course, is a wonderful thing. Right. I love it. I love I love being in restaurants. But I realized that, um, you know, all those months that I wasn't doing that and I was at home and I was spending time with my husband in our in our beautiful home and, you know, cooking and, and really enjoying each other's company and not racing around to the next greatest place. Right. You know what? That was pre- that was a pretty 
lovely time. I, I have to say I'm a little bit grateful to the pandemic for opening my eyes to what a different world might be like. And um, I'm getting really close to retirement age. And um, another factor was that my very good friend at the paper, Claude Peck, yes. who uh, was the longtime culture editor at the paper, yes. um, he's now retired. But before he retired, he also made a change. He went from uh, uh, being the culture editor to being the night metro editor, which doesn't sound like a big difference, but it's a huge change. Okay, And it really... And it kind of revitalized him. And I, I loved seeing how into his new job he was and how energized he was by it and um, how much he was really into being at the paper. And um, I, I thought, you know what? I want to do that, too. Good for you. Well, and, and you have to use a different party. Well, what is your new role? So I'm going to be writing about architecture and I'm going to be writing uh, about home design. And, uh, and I'm really looking forward to it. It's something that's always been of interest to me. Right. Um, uh, when, I, when I was a kid, I, I wanted to be an architect. But um, when I got to college and I realized, oh, you have to know things like mathematics. I was just going to say that. Damn math. <laughs> Feels like it gets in the way. <laughs> yeah. You know, that's not really my forte. I, can, I really can't even balance my checkbook. So um, uh, that kind of went out the door. But I, I, in my earlier part of my career, I wrote about architecture. Um, that was one of my subject areas. And um, for maybe the last five or six years at the paper, I'll write about architecture and urban design on a very occasional basis. I've, right. I've had stories maybe two or three times so far this year that have that have um, kind of touched on that subject. And it's something that I'm really interested in. And I'm very grateful to the uh, powers at the newsroom who are allowing me to do it. That's that is such a cool thing. I, I well, we're going to miss you. And when you want to call and talk about the coolest building that's been built or something, uh, tell us about it. Do you have like a favorite, a favorite building though for the architecture in the Twin Cities that you think is just something, a gem that people should know about? Um, well, I is that a weird question? I don't know. Oh, no, no, it's not a weird question at all. I mean, I have a lot. It's kind of like asking me my favorite restaurant. Sure. I have a lot. Um, but um, just yesterday, or maybe it was the day before, um, I haven't been downtown hardly at all in the last year, but I was downtown and I zipped into the IDS Center uh, because oh. they're renovating the Crystal Court. Yes. And, um, and they're getting really close to it's almost done and it's really interesting looking. And I realized, I mean, the IDS Center has been kind of my favorite building in downtown Minneapolis since I was a kid. I mean, I, I can remember like uh, uh, when I was 11 and 12 years old and they were building the actual tower, it got to a certain height and it got higher than the antenna on the Fauchet Tower. Yes. And my family, my family no longer got like Channel 9 or Channel oh, 11. Okay, that's funny. <laughs> that's, that's funny because the Fauchet Tower used to be the tallest. And I remember when that did go up. And the going right. to the Crystal court, court used to be everything. And then riding in one of the elevators in the IDS building because it went so fast. Right. And they had they, you know, had an observation deck on yes. the, near the top floor. And, you know, the whole thing was really cool. I mean, when the building opened, I remember just begging my parents to take me down there because, of course, I read all about it in Barbara Flanagan's column oh, in the Minneapolis Star. Yes. And, uh, you know, and, uh, you know, I remember my mother taking me to lunch at a restaurant and being aghast that a, a glass of Coca-Cola was like, you know, 50 cents or something, right. you know. Yeah. Because <laughs> I'm really old. What? Is, I, no, you aren't. No, you aren't. Okay, so when you say that they're redoing the, the um, Crystal Court, what are they doing in there? 
Well, they're 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 um uh they're kicking out all the seating and all the trees and the fountain really? that were on the base of the court. Okay. And they're replacing them with different trees that are growing out of the ground. They're not in boxed planters anymore. Okay. They're actually coming out of the, the granite floor and they they have new furniture and they've replaced the fountain with a kind of a reflecting pool that has an an infinity edge. And I think it's gonna be really interesting. I'm really looking forward when all the barriers come down and you can kind of, you know, witness the, the entirety of it. I think it's going to be really cool. Oh, that sounds that sounds cool. It's been it's just been years since I've been there. Right. I mean, you know, um, I work downtown, and yet I just you know I haven't I barely go to my office and have barely gone to my office in you know for the last sixteen months. So it was actually kind of thrilling to walk back into the Crystal Court and and kind of recognize that I've I've loved this building my entire life. Yeah, that's neat. If you're just joining us, we're talking with Rick Nelson, who is stepping away as a restaurant critic from the Star Tribune to write about architecture and different things in the Twin Cities. Are you? So I was reading, you know, the questions that the paper asked you, like. What are you going to miss? What aren't you going to miss? And are you yeah. going to miss the annual tradition of trying every new food offering at the State <laughs> Fair? Because like Stephanie March, you know, from Minneapolis St. Paul Magazine and the Weekly Dish and Steph Hansen here, they go around like you and eat everything up as, you know, the first day and then write about it. That mad dash must have created a little anxiety. Yeah, a little, you know, like that list can get really long. I think the longest I ever did was like 55 or 60 foods. Wow. You know, that's a really, that's a hard day. And then you have to go back to the paper and write the story. Without an upset stomach. Up, you know. <laughs> yeah, and it's like, um, and a shower. You have to go and take a shower first. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, I, I did that for, I started that tradition and I, I've done, I did it for 21 years. So, wow. no, I'm not going to miss it. You know, right. I, it was fun. And it was, you know, for maybe the last six or seven years, it was a really great way to spend the day with my brother and his two sons. Right. They would come along with me and help me. And I love that whole aspect of it because I don't get to see them that often and spend that much time with them. Right. So I love that. But that's, you know, it was a hard story. It was a fun story, but it was a hard story. And I'm actually really interested in seeing what... Um, the people who are going to do it in my place, how they view it and how they'll change it and how they'll make it interesting. Right. So, um, so will there yeah. still be a Thursday taste section or what's happening with all that? Oh, yeah. I mean, everything else will remain the same. There'll be a Thursday taste section. There'll be a taste page on Sunday in our Sunday print edition. Um, they're going to hire a restaurant critic. So um, uh, anyone who's listening who's a food writer, you should apply for this job. It's a great job at a great company in a great city. Um, and you can find you can apply for it on our on our company's website, which I think is startribune.company.com. But don't hold me to that. Right. Well, that's that's good that that maybe someone's listening. That's going to be the new critic. That'd be cool. And wouldn't that be awesome? Yes, yeah. that would be so <laughs> that would be so cool. Well, honey, we just want to thank you for everything. And um, just excited for your new venture and love reading you and everything. And in the cookie thing, you started that, too, I believe I read. I did. And I'm actually, that's one thing I'm going to continue doing. Okay. I, I, uh, I, we were, we've already had meetings about our 2021 cookie contest, which is so scary because it's only July, but we've, we've already started meetings on that. And I'm looking forward to that. Oh so, gosh. Yeah. And, and I, I cut that out and I save that section all the time and think I'm going to make these things. And rarely does it happen. Rarely does it happen. But I always think I have such good an in, initiative to do it, but I just don't do it. Well, I'm, just want to thank you. And Lori, Lori's not, um, not in today, and she wanted to just give you a big virtual hug, too, and thank you for everything that you've done for us here. 
Well, thank you, and thanks for uh, having me on your show. I really appreciate it. Absolutely. I'm sure you'll be listening all the time. <laughs> I will. <laughs> <laughs> thanks, Rag. Take care. Thanks. Oh, my gosh. Can you, you know, what other job would you want to do here, kids? I mean, changing your career, you know, it, later in life like that, I think it's exciting, and I think it's really cool, but he has just been such a wonderful contributor to our um, show over the years. We want to make sure to thank him. When we come back, uh, we've got some stuff to talk about regarding, I'm not going to tell you, it's going to be a chef's surprise, but I promise I didn't buy any more festival tickets. I think during- it might have, been, <laughs> have to do with Britney Spears. Uh, might have to do with her, might have to do with some other stuff, but we'll be right back. <laughs> oh, we're just talking about how much we love that song. I was just singing it to myself. Oh I love my this gosh. song. We love song. acting like everyone broke up with us for a full month. Oh my gosh, that was January. That song came out at the beginning of January, I swear, and we sang it non-stop. I used to rock that thing so loudly in my car. It was so embarrassing because people were like, oh, are you and Justin not doing well? And I'd like, like, no, but like in my whole mind during the song, I had like an elaborate breakup. This is, this is no kidding. Yeah. No, you're so right about that. Okay. Okay, so um, so it during our show yesterday it came across the wire, as it were, mm-hmm. or the machine that Britney Spears was granted um, to um, the ability to hire her own attorney that she chose. So here's just a little summary, just to catch everybody up on what's going on. This morning, Britney Spears appearing to celebrate on Instagram, posting she feels gratitude and blessed, coming after her raw and emotional day in court on Wednesday. Testifying remotely by phone, the 39-year-old sobbed as she once again lashed out at her father, Jamie, demanding he be removed as her conservator immediately and be charged with conservatorship abuse, telling the judge she was extremely scared of Jamie and wants him investigated. This conservatorship is literally allowing my dad to ruin my life. They're not really listening to what I'm telling them. It's like, it's bad. Britney's 13-year conservatorship, the subject of a documentary. Jamie Spears has controlled his daughter's finances for most of it, with a second conservator now in charge of her personal affairs. On Wednesday, Britney telling the court the conservatorship even controlled her diet, saying she was often barred from eating hamburgers and fries and drinking coffee. Their goal was to make me feel crazy, and I'm not, and that's not okay. Through his attorney, Jamie Spears refused to step down, saying Britney has made a lot of misstatements, and he's been there for her 24-7. He loves his daughter, and he only wants the best for her. A judge previously denied Britney's request to remove him. So anyway, so this new guy, um, prosecutor Matthew Rosengard, mm-hmm. is on. They're gonna Things are going to move really quickly here, you know, because he's... Um, he is uh, going to put in whatever you have to file. Yeah, to, he's going to do all the right things. Yeah, he's going to do all the right things. And I I think the thing about it is that she literally wants to charge her, go after her dad for conservatorship abuse. Wow. Which I think will be very interesting how this plays out. But I, I feel like she's so lucky that that woman at the um, New York Times did the documentary because it gave it so much broader exposure, the free Britney thing. Yeah. That was small, but it became so big and everyone Mm -hmm. saw it. And I think it just exposed so much. So I, and you know, that was not, it's nominated for an Emmy. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That, that um, movie, that documentary. So I just think go Britney, go. She cartwheel did some cartwheels and stuff, but I just, 
when you learn more about this story, it's it's just so sad. It's so sad. And I have this feeling we're going to look back at this in 10 years as like a crazy story of like this. How did that happen? Imprisoned, right? Like Mm -hmm. one of the wealthiest women in in music imprisoned. I'm going to be really interested to see what choices Britney makes when she gets to make her own choices. It'll be so fun to watch and like cheer her on from the sidelines. Yeah. And so we'll just see. It's all yeah. unfolding, you know, and um, just want everybody to know, which if you didn't know, that's that's what's happening there. OK, yeah. no. Do you want to go? There's a little bit more about the new lawyer and his approach and what he wants to do. Sure. Do you want to hear that real sure, quick? Why not? Yeah. OK. I need space. Now the overprotected singer may be one step closer to gaining her freedom. The judge granting her request to choose her own lawyer, celebrity power attorney and former federal prosecutor Matthew Rosengart, who's represented A-listers like Ben Affleck, Sean Penn and Steven Spielberg. Rosengart telling the court he will file a petition to get Jamie Spears out as quickly as possible, saying if he loves his daughter, it is time to step aside. Given the allegations Brittany is making against her father, why has it been so difficult for her to remove him as conservator? Well, I think it's been difficult thus far because she hasn't had an advocate like the one we saw today. Brittany's new celebrity attorney says the goal now should be to free her from the conservatorship and her father for good. The question remains, why is he involved? He should step down voluntarily as that is in the best interest of Britney Spears. The next court date is scheduled for September. Britney's new attorney says he may petition to remove her father within the next several weeks. All right. Hey. There we go. Wow. Several weeks. I know, but it's also, it still feels too long. I know it's yeah. not, and that's yeah. how courts work yeah. and paperwork and blah, blah, blah. blah but, like, blah. I want it to be yesterday. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, uh, but I do like this new lawyer's approach. Like, he's he seems aggressive. He seems like, you know... Being the other lawyers, as we know, weren't in on her behalf. Well, right. This lawyer clearly is got her on on his mind in the right direction, too. So it's nice to hear. I think so. I think so. Now, what do you think? Okay, Hmm. first of all, what did you guys watch White Lotus yet? Yes. Oh, can you scream louder so you can blow everyone's ears in the car? Wait a minute. Okay. First you know off, I want people to know where first I'm coming all, from. First of all, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait, 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 wait. Grant, do you lower her microphone? I just want to make sure you control yes. it from yeah, over there. Yeah, hers right. is lower than yours, right. yes. <laughs> oh, I see. No, you're just excited. Oh, no, you're just... Uh, we, no, we, we just talk the, about you before you come. And we got we to we kiss put the a muffler on it. Listen to me. I want people to know where I'm coming from. I walked into this building and he said, did you watch Sex and Life? And I said, no, I'm sorry, but I watched White Lotus. And so I am just happy that for once I have made you happy. I watched White Lotus. Oh, for once. I you watched made... <laughs> White Lotus. Okay? okay, it's on HBO, and it's a it's a satire show. There's only like six episodes about people at this really richy richy resort in Hawaii. Okay, so thoughts. First, How many have you watched? There's only one out. So. Oh. <laughs> Yeah, I've only watched one. <laughs> did you hear me? Is my mic up enough for that? Wait a minute. Um, did anyone hear her? Okay. Oh, what? Yeah. What? I only watched one. And okay. and okay. Love. It reminds me of Euphoria. I'll oh, see. Mm-hmm. 
Because it's not a comedy, it's not a tragedy, it's all the things. It's telling these stories. Right. And I like when you don't feel like you. Ha- it's supposed to be your... Now I'm supposed to laugh. Now I'm supposed to cry. It's a lot of stories, and I think it's done well. I really like it. I would say it's interesting and different than most things I watch. It, what did you think? Well, I was cramming for it for school on Monday morning because I knew Lori watched it, so I tried to get it in, mm-hmm. and I felt like that's what I was doing, trying to get it in, to squeeze it in. And um, that's what she said. Yeah. <laughs> yes. And you didn't so, like it. channeled your inner Lori and, there. And I just I I like some of it and I didn't like some of it and I'm like, uh I wasn't in the right mood. You yeah. know, you gotta be in the mood. You gotta I think. be in the right mood. I, I wasn't in the right mood for uh, I really enjoyed it. And I think you should and you should watch episode two with less of chaos in your life. Yeah, I think so, too. I really I was doing 17 things at the time, you know, at the it, same time trying to I got to get this in. I got to get this in. It's building for sure. Like they, uh-huh. had a, they established the characters and right. they start off and right away with one of the they, they announce that one is going to be dead. Right. And then they go two weeks back or one week yeah. back. And so you know that there's going to be this traumatic thing right. and they're building. It's right. going to all hit. And the, all these people who don't know each other are just like have casually met. And I think it's going to be worth it. All right. But I believe you. They'd established the characters. Uh-huh. Now we're building. Uh-huh. We're going to get there. I, I believe you. All right. So I want to um, make sure that people know um, about this because this was all over the news is that if people are planning on going on a trip, and this reminds me since I'm going to Hootie Fest 2022. <laughs> Hootie booty. Hootie booty. I need to look at my passport because passports are backlogged beyond. Mm-hmm. And so if you are thinking, if your passport is outdated and you are thinking of traveling somewhere, it's they're saying give yourself at least six months. Whoa. It used to be a four to six week process, but give yourself time to do it because... Um, people, you know, there's so much backlog in that whole DMV and in the home um, security. Who does this? Department of Homeland Security, mm-hmm. State Department. They're struggling because they really kind of stopped things during COVID. So please think about that. That was all over the news. It was in the paper today, too. Um, and if you're trying to remember, your passwords last for 10 years. Mm-hmm. So that's a good one. Thank oh. you. I was going to ask, but I Googled That's a it. good one. Just- that's just That's so you one. guys know, we did have a caller call in while you guys were talking, and she wanted me to tell Brittany, stay the way you are. We love oh. you and keep your energy. So oh. just a little love from the listeners Thank there, she, Brittany. I needed that because I just you, got reamed by Julia. She wants me to change. She wants me I, to be blonde. She wants me to be everything I'm you're not. You're such a liar. You're such a liar. You just screamed in my ear, and I'm like, ah, come on. <laughs> My ears are a little older and a little more sensitive than yours. They should be dulled for your experiences. Once you go to Hootie, you're going to love my voice. You know I'm going to be the old lady there bringing my earplugs. Everyone should wear earplugs. I have custom fit earplugs. Oh, wow. Flex much. I know. You know it. (laughs) Brag, brag, brag. Here I go. 195 days away. (laughs) Get them ready. Maybe your earlobes have changed after quarantine. I know a lot of things on my wardrobe have changed somehow. (laughs) Do your ears gain weight? I know they, Do they keep. Wobble I, to and throw? They I know, get, but I think they keep they growing. Big, well, yeah, your ears and nose. Well, at least with men, as yeah. you get older, they get bigger. Boy, and men's heads, their whole head gets bigger. I, I mean, know. men, oh. men, That's women, natural. we grow in different spots than men do. I don't want to brag. I have the teeniest earlobes ever. Oh, you and Lori. 
I can barely fit <laughs> apple eye ear pods in. So. Oh, you oh, and Lori, you've got narrow canals. I don't oh, wow. Break. All right. We'll be right back. This is Lori and Julia on My Tech 1071. <laughs> narrow canals.